You're listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. I'm your host, Estelle Petrequin, a career change coach and mindset mentor who specializes in holistic career design. If you are sick of your current work and the impact this has on your health and your well-being, you've come to the right place. I went from being an anxious corporate recruitment manager, living for the weekends with negative coping mechanisms, to building my online coaching business and creating my dream life, helping other women overcome self-doubt so they too can follow their purpose, cultivate inner peace and become leaders in their field. If I was able to change careers successfully, then so can you. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to talk about job rejection. Yeah, I know, very fun topic. And other career-related disappointments that we can face in our career change and also in our career uh, development on our way to success and fulfillment. Uh, because the more we progress in our career, the more risks we take uh, and the more setbacks we experience. It's, uh, you know, it's mathematics. It's, it's quite proportional and logical, right? And especially when going through a career change, we expose ourselves to so many challenges because everything is new. Um, and this can be very discouraging and it can lead us to vicious circles of negative self-talk, negative emotions, self-sabotage um, in the ways of, you know, procrastinating um, or kind of like missing opportunities on purpose, things like that, which only then confirm our initial belief about how uncapable we are, how impossible it is for us to create success in our career, um, and how we should just be grateful for what we have now, right? And not try to change the status quo. And that's what we call a self-fulfilling prophecy. I've probably talked about this before on the podcast because this is one of the main things I work on with my clients, their mindsets, their beliefs that get them stuck and that hold them back from you know, really thinking the right thoughts and taking the right actions that are going to lead them to their goals. So uh, going back to you know, rejection, disappointments, and all that negative uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, I want to share with you what would happen in the past for me and my business. And um, it was whenever someone would book a free call with me because they were interested in working with me um, in my coaching program, I would get so nervous because I didn't truly believe in myself, right? It was still the beginning. Um, I had knowledge, I had skills, but I lacked maybe a bit of experience and I, I just didn't feel good about myself. I also had a lot of mindset blocks, subconscious beliefs that were holding me back. Um, I hadn't put in place all the, the things I do now in order for me to stay motivated, to have that high level of self-confidence um, that allows me to be brave and do all the things that I do now, including uploading this episode onto my podcast because it's scary, guys. It's scary. I'm just talking. I'm in my office right now talking to my wall, <laughs> hoping that, you know, what I'm sharing today and all the things I shared before in other episodes are going to help someone. Um, but of course, I'm also putting myself out there. And if someone wants to judge me, if someone wants to crush me, they could. 
But I decide not to focus on that. I decide to focus on the impact I want to have. Anyways, before that wasn't the case. And because I didn't believe in myself, as a consequence, I wouldn't be 100% present uh, during the call. I wouldn't use my full potential. And I would shy away from selling my coaching services. And you guessed it, more often than not, the person wouldn't sign up to coaching. Um, and the problem was not so much that the sales call didn't result in signing a client because that's perfectly normal. Not everyone will say yes to what you have to offer. Exactly like in a job search, when you get close to zero answers to your job applications, sometimes it can take months before you get invited to an interview. In fact, um, the average, I think, uh, from the start, yeah, it's six months for you, for people on average to find a new job. So imagine for a career change. <laughs> and the real problem with what was happening is that I would make it mean so much more than what it was. I made it mean I was a failure. Um, I would tell myself that I suck at what I do, that no one wants to work with me, that I would never have a lucrative business. And what I wasn't seeing is that, one, it is normal to not be great at something immediately, whether it's uh, sales or job searching skills, we all have to go through a learning curve at some point, right? Like babies don't uh, complain about not being able to stand up immediately when everyone else around them are. They just keep getting back up on their feet and trying to, you know, find their balance. <laughs> uh, making mistakes is how we learn, just like when babies fall down onto the floor. And I know you know this, but why don't you apply this knowledge to your own life? Why is it okay for others to make mistakes, but when it's you, it's unacceptable? Which leads me to my second point or realization. Um, it's that we expect way too much from ourselves. Anything that's not outstanding, excellent, is basically shit. <laughs> it's a very black or white way of seeing our performance and this is not healthy because we are constantly focusing on what is lacking and we are beating ourselves up. Uh, that can also include comparing yourself to other people who might have you know, achieved what you want um, and you're just telling yourself, okay, they could, I couldn't, I suck. It's that feeling that whatever we do, it's never going to be enough. And when we do this, when we have that feeling, we miss out on the opportunity to actually learn from our mistakes. We just assume we suck and that's part of who we are. And we should just let go of that dream, of that goal, because it's not meant for us. Instead of looking at our experience more objectively and pinpoint what could be improved next time. But babe, if you truly desire something, it's because it's meant for you. As simple as that. I might have said that before as well, and I will keep repeating it. If there is something that is bugging you, that idea, and it's always in the back of your mind, and it's just something you're attracted towards, it is meant for you, okay? 
Also, another thing I realized is that some things are just out of our control. Not everything has to be about us. We have to stop being so egocentric about everything, right? Everything that's happening in our life, it's a co-creation. We co-create with the world, with other people, with energies, with everything. Um, so sometimes, you know, you're not getting interviewed because... I don't know, they didn't have the budget in the end or they're waiting to um, get more applications in or they had other expectations of what they were looking for. You, you don't know what's going on on the other side and instead of just seeing it as in, oh, they don't want me because I'm not good enough, there are billions of other reasons why they could have made that decision of not picking you doesn't mean that you suck okay and finally <laughs> um, we cannot let setbacks define our worth because that means letting our fulfillment in life totally depend on outcomes always on outcomes it also means living on a constant roller coaster of emotions and honestly that's fucking exhausting uh, you're never being at peace with yourself you're you're constantly you know like winning uh, being happy for two seconds and you strive for the next goal, uh, you fail and you go down and you stay back down like for a long time until you get back up and then this happens again and it's just, honestly, it's draining and it sucks the joy out of the journey to achieving our career, our life goals, our dreams. And then what's even the point of following your purpose and, and making all those efforts? if you're just suffering most of the time. And, you know, if right now, and probably you are, if you're listening to this episode, if you're going through a tough time because of a job rejection or maybe several ones, and you're thinking of giving up on your career change or this, you know, career goal that you have at this, at this point, hear me out. Stop questioning your worth. Okay, stop questioning your worth. It has nothing to do with your worth. You are worthy because you exist, because you're alive. That's not even into question here. And instead, first, question what you want. <laughs> Maybe you're going for something that you don't even really want and you're subconsciously self-sabotaging your efforts because you don't really want it. Um, so ask yourself, why, why do I even want this? In which ways will this goal or achieving this goal, or this new job, or this new career, make me happier? What is so exciting about it? What's the impact um, you will have through this work? Does it even matter to you? Or are you just listening to what people are telling you and you haven't really questioned that ever in your life? Just kind of going on autopilot, like, oh, this is just the next logical step of what I'm meant to do because this is how I'm going to be successful, right? So make sure that what you want is a conscious and aligned choice. Make sure that what you decide to do with your career comes truly from your authentic desires and aspirations and that there is no one else who influenced you in this choice. 
Because when you want something for the right reasons, for basically self-fulfillment versus external validation, you become more resilient. Second thing, question your assumptions about why you've been rejected and why or what you make it mean. Super important, this one. That's all about mindset, okay? Take your journal out, fucking write about this, please, now, not yesterday. What's triggering you, what's triggering you so much about this rejection and why? Why does it hurt so much? What do you make it mean? What's really going on behind your anger, your frustration, your, your sadness? What's going on behind that? And approach this without the guilt or the shame about what just happened, but with self-compassion. As if you were your own big sister asking you about what happened and why it's so hard. Give yourself the love and support you need in this moment. And, you know, it's okay to be sad. Cry if you need to. Uh, scream in a pillow if you need to, but then let it go. There's no point to dwell on it for weeks or even days and waste time not working towards your goals. Also, what positive beliefs about yourself, your career and the world can you adopt that will make you more resilient and excited about the overall process? Because right now you might be completely discouraged thinking that you're a total failure, um, thinking that the job market is tough, it's, it's really hard to get into and to get a proper job at the moment. Uh, there's so many things going on in the world. Uh, maybe you think that that manager is an asshole, that employer, because <laughs> I don't know. Um, so question all of those assumptions and, you know, not only like try to see where you are lying to yourself, but also try to like implement and adopt new positive ones, like basically the opposite uh, belief of, of what you were telling yourself and finding evidence for that in order for you to see things from a better perspective, from a more positive, supportive um, perspective. And finally, and that goes hand in hand with what I just said, really, approach your situation more constructively. Um, so, you know, once you've thrown your pity party, once you've uh, released those emotions, you've cried, whatever, um, and you've questioned all those, all those things that you've been telling yourself, you see a bit clearly now, clearer now, um, you can look back at what just happened, sit down, really think about it from a neutral uh, point of view or standpoint, and... Ask yourself, okay, what went, what went well? What went well <laughs> to start with? Because we tend to only focus on what went, what didn't go well. That's how I have clients sometimes who message me after a job interview and they're like, oh my God, it didn't go well. <laughs> I, I don't think it's gonna happen. And, and like three days later, they get an offer. 
And I'm like, so what were you saying? And that's because they were stuck on what didn't go well. But there's definitely also things that did go well. So uh, take notice of those and also take notice, of course, of the things that could be improved. Uh, the moments where maybe you felt particularly nervous, the moments where you feel like um, your answer wasn't great or the way you marketed yourself wasn't great or you weren't as clear as you could have been or uh, you felt like you were lying or whatever it is, you feel it inside, trust and intuition, okay? What didn't go so well? And ask yourself, where can you take responsibility for what happened, okay? Um, like, what is it in your control? Because of course, as I just said, you know, there's a lot of things that are not in your control and you have to be aware of that, but you also have to take responsibility for the things that are in your control instead of just being like, oh, fuck this, you know, and, and just <laughs> abandoning the whole idea um, and, uh, and thinking that it's just not for you. So how will you make sure that the things that didn't go so well will be improved next time? Really look at it and, you know, if it's practice you need, practice if it's a knowledge gap that you have then learn read books do something about it like you are able to grow and learn just like that baby who learned to, to walk you are able to learn new things you have done this your whole life so so why not uh do it again and um what's and that's a really important one as well what's in your power right now to get back on track so that means not only you know taking responsibility for what happened and like reflecting about it being um uh, very constructive about the experience it's also about what can i do right now that is gonna help me move towards my goals you know instead of just getting stuck on what happened in the past what happened happened get over it and trust me, when you address rejection this way, it doesn't feel so bad anymore. After all, nothing has changed. <laughs> I always tell that to my clients. They're like, oh, um, I don't know, I didn't get that offer. They never replied to me or whatever. Or this person didn't want to uh, network with me or they didn't accept my friend request on, on or you know, connection request on LinkedIn. And I'm like, yeah, and so what? Has anything changed in your life? you know like things are not worse because you did that so it's all good and the negative emotions that you feel right now there are not going to last forever they are temporary they cannot hurt you they cannot kill you and you still have the capacity to get back up and try again but this time with more self-knowledge with improved skills or knowledge with less stress and with more detachment from the outcome, which will make you stay proactive about your goal, no matter what happens. You know, today I woke up and I saw someone had booked a free call with me, and this is why I chose that example. Um, and I got super excited, of course, and I prepared for it with, you know, keeping my purpose in mind, which is helping women design their dream career so they can become leaders in their field. And then I meditated to be fully present, uh, to make sure I would be really attentive to her needs. I connected to the call. She didn't show up. I waited five more minutes and I left the meeting. And instead of spinning out, being angry, 
sad, disappointed the whole day, uh, hiding under my blankets, eating chocolate and, you know, watching, binge watching Netflix or whatever you do, uh, you know, whatever your coping mechanism is when, when things don't go the way you had expected. Um, I gave that woman the benefit of the doubt and I just sent her an email to ask if she had gotten mixed up with the time difference uh, because apparently she was connecting from or she comes from the Philippines so I, I wasn't sure um, and, and yeah and I gave her the possibility to reschedule a call you know I, I, I made the best out of the situation like what was the best choice that I could do, best action I could do in that moment, it was probably that, just making sure that she still feels that she's welcome and that, you know, I don't hold grudges um, and, and that maybe there's been a misunderstanding and then I'm still, you know, open to helping her. And then I went to my husband, I told him what happened. I released, you know, my, of course, a bit of disappointment because I was excited. Um, I realized that at the end of the day, I make it mean whatever I want to make it mean. And having people booking calls with me, that alone is fucking great. And that now I simply had to wait and see when it comes to her when it comes to her booking that call, right? Like I, I did the right thing, I sent her the email and that's it. And then I went back to my daily tasks and I didn't let anything of what happened demotivate me because I didn't make this event mean more than what it was. A woman didn't show up at a call she booked. That's it, that's what happened, that's it. So if you're struggling with fear of failure and you are losing the motivation to go after your dream career because you know you're facing a lot of setbacks one-on-one -on -one coaching is for you i will help you get clear on your purpose and aligned career options um, i will help you overcome your mindset blocks that keep you paralyzed at the moment and you know keep you in a very negative kind of frequency and I will help you embody your next level self so you can slay those goals one after the other to create sustainable and holistic success. Okay, so right now I have two spots available for Q4. And if you sign up before the end of October, you will get uh, $222 off on my three months coaching program, Peace, Power and Purpose. You can book your free call via the link in the show notes. I'm looking forward to talking to you. And again, you know, don't make any type of disappointment in your career and your rejection mean more than what it is. You've got this. You're learning. This is good. The more rejections you live, the more you learn. Okay? <laughs> All right. Have a great week, guys. I love you and uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the From Self-Doubt to Success podcast. Head to the show notes to book your free sales call and learn more about one-on-one -on -one coaching and how I can help you design your dream career and life. You'll also find a link to a free workshop replay on how to become your most authentic and magnetic self. Don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at yourcoachestelle so we can connect over there. Take care, until next time.